0: Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. You're about to hear the Serving Today programme, which is for pastors and church leaders. This episode was recorded with the late Phil Crowter back in the early 2000s, before he went to glory. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for pastors and church leaders. I'm Derek French and it's good to be with you. Preaching through Mark, Phil Crowter begins taking us through Mark chapter 13. Mark 13 is in many ways not the easiest passage to preach through, so I'm looking forward to what Phil has to say to us. Phil, what heading are you going to give to this first section, and which verses are you going to
1: look at first of all? Yeah, we'll start with verses 1 to 8, and the, the heading is Expect Trouble.
0: Right that's quite a a provocative title of course in itself. What about things we need to be aware of for our introduction to our sermon and background study?
1: Yeah we need to remember where we are in Mark's gospel. At the end of this week Jesus will die on the cross and then he will return to heaven. Jesus knows that many painful things will happen in the world and his friends must know that these are not a mistake Jesus promised that these hard things will happen so they must trust Jesus and they must wait for Jesus to come back to judge the world and it would be helpful if you could read the whole of Mark 13 in your studies for this but perhaps we can just read the first eight verses to start with. Thank you Derek.
0: As he that is Jesus was leaving the temple one of his disciples said to him look teacher what massive stones what magnificent buildings. Do you see all these great buildings? Jesus replied. Not one stone here will be left on another. Every one will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they are all about to be fulfilled? Jesus said to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name claiming I am he, and will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumours of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains.
1: As Derek said, Mark 13 is rather difficult to understand and it would be useful to look at Matthew 24 as well. That will help you. As you think about preparing a talk, do remember that Bible teachers explain some parts in different ways. So we must study very carefully and then we must ask God to help us to teach the main things clearly because we don't want to confuse our people. Jesus has some very important messages for us which are clear. So pray that we'll listen to these clear messages and not confuse people with some other things which aren't so easy. And as we look at this chapter, we'll, we'll see that Jesus talks about two different events. The first is God's judgment on Jerusalem. Now, in some years' time from here, in the year 70, 70 years after Jesus was born, the Romans will destroy the temple and all Jerusalem. So that's the first event that Jesus is talking about here, God's judgment on Jerusalem by the Romans. And the second event he's talking about is the end of the world, when Jesus will come to judge the whole world. Now, as we read Mark 13, it's not always clear which one Jesus means or whether he means both. The two events are similar. And really, you could say that God's judgment on Jerusalem is a picture of God's judgment on the world. And so sometimes the two overlap as Jesus talks about them. The important thing is that Jesus wants his people to be ready for both of those events, the disciples for the judgment of Jerusalem and all Christians now for the end of the world. Phil, before actually coming to the
0: sermon in that reading, were there particular verses we need to take special note of?
1: In verse 4, the disciples asked Jesus, tell us, when will these things happen and what will the sign be that they are all about to be fulfilled? In Matthew 24, verse 3, it makes it clear that the disciples think that the temple will be destroyed at the end of the world when Jesus comes back. And so the disciples have got these two events mixed up in their thinking. And so Jesus' answer here is about both of the events we were talking about God's judgment on Jerusalem and the end of the world. And then in verse 7 and 8, Jesus says, When you hear Wars and rumours of wars. Do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. When big trouble happens in the world, some people think that it is the end of the world. And Jesus tells us very clearly here that this is wrong. It's like when you have a baby. He says it's the beginning of birth pains. The first pains tell you that you must be ready, but it will be a long time before the baby comes out. And wars and disasters are like that. They tell us to be ready for the end of the world, but they do not mean that the end has come. And that's an important thing to make sure your people understand.
0: Yes, I think we need wise caution here, don't we? Because some preachers do make grandiose statements and they're quite contrary to what jesus is teaching here that's right what would you say should be our main point in our sermon then phil
1: be ready for trouble do not let go of god's truth trust that jesus is in control so important isn't it when trouble comes that we don't panic but we keep trusting in Jesus and remember that it's all happening as he said it would happen.
0: Yes, because we all do tend to panic, don't we? Yes. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Okay, how are we going to divide the passage? What are your specific sermon headings?
1: I think two points must come over in our talk here. The first is that trouble will come. In verse 2, Jesus says it very clearly about the temple. And then in verse 7, He says, when you hear of wars and rumours of wars, do not be alarmed. Such things must happen. But the end is still to come. Now, you may have a nice, strong church building that you think will last for many years. You may even have helped build it. And you're quite proud of it, really. And then someone says, soon it's going to be a pile of broken pieces. Just imagine what you would think about that. Well, the Jews thought that the temple was the most important building because the temple was the centre of all of their worship. Not only was it such a big and beautiful building, but it was also the very centre of their relationship with God. And the stones were strong and it should last forever. And now Jesus says that it will all be gone. And this seems very bad. It seems a terrible thing to happen. But Jesus warns us that it will happen. Jesus wants us to be ready for terrible things like that. And here you can think about the terrible things that have happened in your country or or village. Or perhaps they haven't happened, but you're afraid that they may happen. And in all these things that you think of, remember that Jesus says that trouble will come. Soon the temple won't be there. But Jesus' plan is still there. Someone may burn down your church, but Jesus is still in control. Wars and earthquakes, floods and famines, they'll all happen. Jesus has said so. And none of these things changes the truth about Jesus. When something goes terribly wrong, never think that God's plan has gone wrong. Trust him.
0: That's a lovely point really, isn't it? Because the Lord is so great. And he is in control all the time, even when we are not aware of it. When to our thinking and our reasoning, it's all going wrong, we can still rest in this sure fact God has his hand upon the situation.
1: We mustn't go by what it looks like to us, what it feels like. We must keep hold of what Jesus says, and then we can rest in him.
0: Well, a very important lesson for all of us to learn. That's your first point, trouble will come. What's your second heading?
1: The second is what we do really when trouble does come. And it's this, do not let go of God. In verse seven, Jesus says, do not be alarmed. Now, of course, trouble makes us feel sad. None of us welcome trouble. The point is that Jesus doesn't want us to go wrong when trouble happens. That's what he means by don't be alarmed. Don't let go of God. Perhaps a picture will help here. Imagine that someone asks you to hold something and he tells you that it's going to get hot, but don't let go because if you let go, it will break. And it's rather like that. Jesus tells us that painful things will happen. You mustn't let go of the truth. You mustn't go wrong.
0: Yes, it's interesting, Phil. I was talking with uh, Christian the other day who just lost a very dear friend. She's the wife of a family leaving a husband and two young children. And they, they actually said to me, when I get to heaven, I, I want to talk to the Lord about this, I want to know what he's doing. Mm. Now, I could understand in one side why they asked the question, because to lose someone in, mm. in those sort of circumstances is very perplexing to us. But I sensed on the other side that there was a, almost a lack of faith here, and not really holding on to the Lord. Now, again, I can understand the temptation to be like that, but we mustn't let go of God, must we, here? This really is what Jesus is saying and if we do we're going to be in trouble. We are, that's right. Mm, In more trouble than the trouble that we faced. So when big trouble happens then what does Jesus tell us
1: we're not to do? Two things here in this section. We must not think that the end of the world has come. There in verse 7 he says such things must happen but the end is still to come. There will be all sorts of trouble. There will be wars and rumours of wars. There will be disasters, earthquakes, famines. And Jesus says that these are the beginning of birth pains. They're, They're like advance warnings. The end of the world is coming, but it's not yet. And Jesus wants us to carry on with our Christian lives when these things happen. Terrible things will happen, but they do not mean that the end of the world has come. So we must keep calm and pray, and see how you can help in the situation, but not go around telling people that the end of the world has come, because it hasn't. And the second thing we mustn't do is that we must not believe wrong teaching. We'll come back to this another time, but in verse 5 Jesus says, watch out that no one deceives you. Always ask this question when you receive teaching. Is this what the Bible says? As you hear these radio broadcasts, always ask this question. Is this what the Bible says? Some people will say strange and exciting things. Jesus warns us here that they will deceive many people, that many people will believe their lies. And we just have to keep hold of this. Only believe what the Bible says because Jesus speaks the truth and we can rely on him.
0: We thank Phil Croter and look forward to returning to some more of Mark's Gospel in our next programme. Thank you for being with us for this edition of Serving Today and we look forward to your company in our next programme. Until then, this is Derek French saying goodbye and may the Lord help us to be faithful to him in all circumstances. That was Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch, you can email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk or find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. You can also search our back catalogue from our webpage, www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye.